Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, there, there may be some wisdom to what the last caller that you just heard from a while ago on this show had to say. Because when you think about how dogs take care of that themselves and then the fact that they lick you in the face, maybe the dog, they're on to something. The do- yeah, do- maybe they're on to what? I mean, maybe the caller is on to something, the way he uh, grooms his dog. But I'm not letting a, my dog lick me in the face. Right, though. but sometimes they get one in, Key. No, but, they do. They, they, they for sure get one they, in. They, but, they sneak yeah. one in. But, yeah. but don't, oh, they'll get one don't in. dogs scientifically have like the cleanest mouths? Uh, don't even try, Jay. No? Yeah, I was about is, to say, it, Jay, don't. Wait, wait. Don't. I, am, did I just hear that randomly from people, or is that a real thing? No, I'm asking. I, I it's a myth. People, it's like, oh, is it a myth? Yeah, I think It's a cleaner so. mouth than like it a toilet. Like, all right, I'm not kissing my toilet neither, Yeah, right. Fam. Probably they actually do a test, and it's like, there's more bacteria in one square inch of a dog's mouth, right? Yeah, I, my dog, you know, he if I'm sitting down at the desk, mm-hmm. he comes up underneath the desk, and he wants to lick my toes. And then, or he wants to lick my leg, or if my hand is off to my side, he comes up and he wants to lick. Now you got to go wash hand. your hand. So now yeah, I got yeah. yeah it's like, is, dude, oh, yes. stop. Yeah, no. it's just been debunked right here for me. Please. You guys are all just a bunch <laughs> of germaphobes. No. No, you guys, you guys don't even like your dogs. I don't even think. No, I love my dog. I shudder to think dog. what Pat lets his dog I brought dog my do. dog into the show, Pat. Seriously, Denzel next. Washington. Then I got yelled Pat at. Pat wears his dog as a hat to work. You brought the dog in illegally. Nobody told me I couldn't bring my dog into the studio. He laid here the whole time. The people loved him. Denzel Washington. He's just Let me guess. My dog don't bite. Right? That's, the, no, that's my, another thing no, y'all, y'all, y'all dog Well, J- do. Jay told everyone he was bringing Denzel Washington to the studio. Everyone got excited. That and then he said, my dog. No, certain, my certain, certain dogs will be aggressive, mm-hmm. and other dogs will not be aggressive. It's all about how you train your dogs, mm-hmm. Yates, and how you treat them and deal with them. Did you train how, your own dog's kid, or did you hire a trainer? He doesn't train his own dog. I'm trying to he, sent them, we, he got the dog, and he and his wife sent them to a place, and two weeks later they came back obeying every no, command. That's not, that is not true at what? all, Max. We I'm trained shocked. our own. We trained our own dogs, and our dogs are basically trained like circus dogs, I guess. I mean, you got circus you know, dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do. You we'll know, they, the they, un, they understand all the commands. Mm-hmm. They understand the right and wrong, the do's, the do-nots. They get it. I don't know how, Yo. but they get it. Mm-hmm. Key, I had a Roddy. His name was Deuce down in North Carolina. It's like 15 years ago. We literally trained him with German commands. It was one of the dopest dogs. I mean, it, it was it was worth doing it, actually. You don't if know you're getting a German. dog to protect plots, <laughs> sit down. Oh, I, I know some commands. It was literally one of the dopest things if you're actually training a dog to protect you. Hmm. Like German Shepherds, police dogs. No. Badass. Yeah, Rottweilers yeah, well. are good family dogs too, yeah, they and are. they're good protect. You know, they're for protection and to you know be good with the German kids. German Shepherd, police dogs. Um, so apparently there's some beef. You know, during the commercials on this show, there's a lot of back and forth. Uh, people get into you know sports talk, and sports talk constantly leads to sports debate. As my real arguments. Brother Sam real used to arguments. say, real yeah, he used to say the subtext of every sports debate is how did you get so stupid. So apparently there was that kind of debate going on uh, during a commercial break yeah. about something Nikola Jokic said, Jay. Yeah, because cause Alan Yates and, and Officer Costello get very angry. Well, they're from Philly. They're, they're so, born angry. You and, know? and there's a little bit of Jokic envy and jealousy with things going on. With, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, with with Joel Embiid. Okay. So essentially the article Hold on. This. We got sound. You want to hear him? Oh, we yeah. actually have the sound. Nikola Jokic. <gasps> oh, no, wait. Is this, is yeah, this the so sound? This, he, he did the 
post-game MVP interview with with uh, Malika Andrews, and you'll hear her ask the question about how close is he to being the best version of himself, and this is gonna his answer is going to set Pat and uh, Yates off. Okay, so this is the sound we're talking about. Ready? Right. Listen to this. You're the finals MVP. How close do you feel like you are to your personal peak, to the best player that you can possibly be? I really don't know. Um, I think I can be much better. But you need to still sacrifice yourself. But uh, basketball is not the main thing in my life. Uh, it's uh, something that uh, I'm good at. I'm just happy that as a team, you know, individuals, if I'm individual, I'm going to play some other sport, of course. Okay, what's wrong with what he said? Yeah, what's the problem, Like, what, What's all the anger about? Philly, tell us what the problem is. I am so tired already of the Nikola Jokic, like, I don't really care about this basketball stuff. I don't really care about winning the MVP. I don't care about the parade. I just want to go home. I'm so tired he, of he it already. He shouldn't be himself. He should be what you want him to be. Oh, Maybe yeah. care. Don't complain about us not care. caring. Don't complain about us in the media not caring about Denver when you don't even seem to care about winning the NBA championship. First off, wait, this is, this is great. This is when all the facts care. are wrong. Jokic has never said people don't care about Denver, Pat. That's not – Jokic has never Jay, said can that. can I ask you a question? Sure. You won an award in, in college, right? Yeah, I won a couple. Big award. Big award. Like, yeah, very yeah, important, yeah. John. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where that is right now? Yes. So you never lost it? No. Would you lose a finals MVP trophy? You know how gangster it is that he lost it? It's so care. gangster. It's oh, so my gangster. gosh. Well, 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 leave it to Max to wait. spin it. Oh. <laughs> but, all right, what Pat is – left. So, I know Embiid wouldn't lose it. So Pat, Pat has <laughs> left the studio. But he's got to find it first. You got to find it first, Jake. You got to get Yates. there. We ain't going to trip. Let me ask Leave you a question. Alone. What's more important, the fact that you need Jokic to be more like Kobe and care about everything, or is it just about the product on the court? Because the product on the court – Tells me that the dude is focused and locked in. The product is phenomenal. Okay, the then court. why do you need the product need off him. the court to be like MJ or like no, Kobe? Let him I, be I, himself. I don't need that. I just need you to not act as if like the uncaringness of like how great you are is all of a sudden like your personality trait. Okay, so you're saying okay, it's, so it's a show? Words, are you saying words, it's not so in other words, you, in other words, he's getting ready to start milking the situation. He's very aware of where he's at in his career, his surroundings, but he. He's taking the necessary steps to make you think, oh, I think it's not really, I just want to, you know, be around my friends and I don't want to drink Key, beer and I, I just want to go home. What's going to happen? They're going to get to the parade. They're going to have the whole conversations and all yeah, that. Yeah, man, had the yeah, parade yet? Denver, Denver. Joker's going to get up to that joint and be like, ah, is it over yet? When is it over? I want to go home. But I'm just saying, yo, after some point, like, when are you tired of doing media and tired of answering all this, but I think the same thing? It's my first set up question. I, I hear you. I'm going but, to be in front of every camera. Yo, that's I'm you. the champion. That's yo. you. That's okay, you. okay. And let me I ask think, a question. I, honestly, I think most people, Jay, is going to do like Yates and That's me. Fine. I understand That's what they're talking about. I hear the first let, let, time let, let, you most anything successful, you are going to boast and be happy about it. Like, he is happy. Is he? Question, Down playing question. everything. If <laughs> this is authentically Jokic, let's Don't say he's not to trying himself? to do something. It's just him, right? He. What's so interesting about it in that case is, yo, not everyone has to be the same way. Thank you. And it clearly isn't interfering with his performance. He had just had one of the greatest playoff performances ever. For Ever, sure. Right? So, and won the championship. So, if that's really him, what would you – are you saying it's not really him, Yates? Or are no, you saying if, if, if it is him, hide it? If that's him, that's cool. I'd rather hear the guy who was like, oh, don't count the fat kid out. Like, yeah, give me more of that. 
But he gave I, you that, though. But give it to me more, Jay. Because after it's this don't count the, the fat kid out, then he gets up off the interview and leaves his trophy in some random dude's office. Now we don't even know so where the joke is. Let me ask at. you a question. So lame. So the, the article says this. This is, this is what we're calling lame, if this is the case. The article states basketball is not the main thing in my life. What if the main thing in his life is his family? That's great. Great family man. I ain't got no problem with that. I'm just over the whole, you know, Joker is just this guy who just comes in, puts his hat down, and does his job and goes home. He's a great guy. Mm. Give me a little bit of edge, man. I want to count the fat kid out. Because next time, if he win a chip again, we're going to be in the same situation. He's going to miss another award, and it's going to be lost again. I'm it's, not, so that's I'm why people angry. He's not the champion. It's the most the potato thing you could do. Be. That is the most potato, potato ever. That's not Jay. potato at all. That's pure gangster. He's like, I'm not worried about my individual stuff. We got the chip. Everyone knows. I got the chip. What am I going to yeah, do? I'm going to put mean, it in my house when people come over and look at that? I want my chicken to have a little twang to it. It's so lame, man. That's I don't more, know how you guys can be like, oh, it's That's yeah, more it's gangster. You know what's lame? You put it in a trophy case. Wait, Pat, why'd you put your officer hat on to describe all that? I'm so confused. What what is that? I have to go out and find the trophy now. (laughs) Now, but that's not how an investigator actually dress. Like you're too high profile. Everybody knows you're coming. I'm just trying to be my authentic self, Jay. (laughs) I don't know why you put on the whole officer. Key, do you have all your awards that you've ever won on display in your house? Did we did we lose them? Key. Is, I didn't hear you. Do, do, we ha- do you have all the awards you've won on display in your house? Zero. Hmm. Do you know where Why they are? Why does that not surprise me? Go ahead. Yeah, I know where they're at. They're just not on display. Okay. That's right. Because I'm not really, I'm, I'm not really, I, I mean, you know mm-hmm. what I did in my career, oh. but not. No, I'm saying you know what I did. I've I got like right. trophy here, trophy there, but it's not like. You're just, not stressing it. You did it. No, You're not I'm a not, memorabilia collector who well, says, look, well, I have no, Michael Jordan's sneaker I, I, from this no, Actually, though, I don't know. We had a text chain a couple weeks ago where Key literally sent us almost every piece of memorabilia. Yeah, but it's not, in my, it's not in my house, though, Jay. I was, cleaning out, I was cleaning out the storage. It's a room Jay? he ain't he been in in a while. So, uh, okay, but so years, Key man. is at one level of gangster. And Jokic took that to the next level. He doesn't even know where he's like. He's not worried about whether he has it or not because it exists. He actually did the thing. He doesn't need the physical manifestation of the commemoration. He did it. It's in the book. Didn't Michael Michael Jordan's your greatest of all time, right? Yeah, of course. Have you seen the the clip of Michael Jordan's house, like the one that he has in Chicago? Like no. literally, he has like a center symposium <laughs> with all <laughs> with all the MVPs and world championship trophies. So, but at, to your point, Jay, that's Mike, that's Kobe, that's, Mike, that's, that's those Kobe, type that's of dudes. Yeah, yeah. They want to tear your heart out. Basketball's always on their mind. It's not Jokic. He's doing it a different I'm way. I'm cool with it, Max. Apparently, no, I got, I, man, I got good stuff hanging. <laughs> I ain't got bad stuff. I got good stuff. You know, Look, MVP he, trophies. He just get mad the way he shakes the champagne. Like, come on, now watch this. Watch the watch that Jay how he opens it. Look, he can't even open it. Look at it. Yay! Yeah, all right, I'm yeah. a champion. Yeah. Like, Look, all right, I'm gonna pour He's it on this gonna, guy. Oh, here we go. Like, come on, man. Why are you seriously? You can put the cork back on all nice and firm. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. Shut it's up. like they should just get a screw top. <laughs> like, he can meet me in the middle, Jay. Don't count the fat kid out. I'm bored. Uh, all right, cool. That's see, all I now, need. But see, I now, but see, now y'all coming on my side. Yeah. See, nope, now y'all. y'all all of a sudden no. coming on my side. Yeah, nope. they are. They start calling them potato and everything. It just took them a minute. That's all. I saw it a long time ago. They're finally seeing it. One of the most gangster things I ever heard is he, he doesn't know where his MV, finals MVP trophy is and doesn't even care. Oh, now you really believe that, though, Max? Nope. 
Okay. How's the first date between DeAndre Hopkins and the Patriots going, KJM? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Man, I'm so glad Mm-mm-mm. that DeAndre Hopkins could sign with the Patriots, and a lot of people think that makes them a playoff team. Let's take another excuse away from Bill Belichick's miserable playoff record without Tom Brady. Win a playoff game already. Mike Reese, ESPN NFL Nation Patriots reporter. Morning, Mike. He's outside Gillette. Well done, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. Good morning. Hey, Mikey. What a morning. What's up, Key? I'm I'm thinking to myself, DeAndre Hopkins is here today, and the New England weather gods were shining down on the Patriots. It's like the perfect day. You could tell Hopkins it's like this every day in New England, all the way through December and January. (laughs) So, Mike, go ahead, Jay. No, no, go ahead, Key. Pop off. Mike, I just want to I want to start the conversation off with trying to understand, okay? And you you're there on the ground and the whole deal and you got all the intel. How can this work, right? Hmm. Bill O'Brien coached DeAndre Hopkins in Houston and had good success with him, but also had probably one of the nastiest breakups that I've seen in in my time both as a player and covering the NFL, NFL history. It was ugly. Name calling and, you know, all that sort of stuff. He worked for the Patriots. Now he's going to be calling plays and all of this. How is that going to work? How is Bill Belichick going to sign off on that? So, Key, I, I think the first thought that comes to my mind is the saying that time can heal all wounds. Now, maybe that is not the case here. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins comes in here today and realizes, yeah, like I don't want to do it again. And that's entirely possible. But I think that's what this visit is sort of, I don't want to say it's all about, but it's part of what it's about. Let me come in and see if after three years, you know, removed from playing for Bill O'Brien or even considering what it would be like to play for Bill Belichick, let me see if I'm in a different place now. And maybe I appreciate it more than I did back then. Uh, Maybe time has given me a different perspective. And they're not rushing anything. And they'll take the visit. And there's no urgency on either side, I I believe, to sort of push forward right now. Mike, um, obviously that's that's a huge topic that has all of our interests. Also, another one, though, is... If you're D-Hop, and let's say you're able to get over the hump of that relationship that you had with Bill O'Brien, and you, you, you trust him as an OC, you obviously trust the genius of Bill Belichick, you then look at the quarterback. Have you heard anything around what D-Hop thinks around Mac Jones? 
I haven't. Um, the one thing I, that I pull out of it, Jay, would be what he said on the I Am Athlete podcast when he said he wants a quarterback that can rally the guys around him. And so what I would say, what I observe from watching five spring practices, the guys, Mac gets them around, rallied around him. Like, they like him. Mike Gusecki, I'll give you an example. They signed him tight end uh, from the Dolphins. Gusecki was sleeping in Mac Jones's basement, you know, before the spring practices started, hanging out with him, talking about what a great guy he is. So Mac, the guys like Mac. Um, how he plays and, and how much they like him as a player, I think this is a huge year for Mac in that regard. And I would say he's headed back in the right direction, Jay, from what I've seen, but still obviously a long way to go. It's mid-June. So a big year also for the head coach and GM, Mike Reese. This is year number 10 in his career without Tom Brady as quarterback and how the standards have slid. You know, oh. without it being really talked about. First it was, who's going to win a Super Bowl first? Brady. That's out of the way. Uh, can Belichick win a Super Bowl? No. All right, well, can he win a playoff game? That hasn't happened. Can he make the playoffs? That's what we're up to now. Can Bill Belichick, who buys the groceries and cooks it up, can he even make the playoffs. How much pressure is on him from Robert Kraft right now to make the playoffs? Max, I am shocked, just shocked that you brought up this topic uh, today. Um, there's some pre- there, Max, there's some pressure. You know, I listen to Robert Kraft. I, I go back to when we talked to him in uh, March at the owners' meetings and listening to him in some recent interviews. Um, I believe he does want Bill Belichick here, uh, getting that all-time wins record. I think he's 19 away from passing Don Shula. But he sort of made it, I want to say, clear in how he's spoken. Like, it's not just like, hey, you're here until you get the record. Like, he wants to see some results, and he believes that, you know, getting into the playoffs, anything can happen. So um, it's not necessarily like a mandate, hey, you're in the playoffs or, or, you know, we're moving on here. I wouldn't say that. Um, But listening to his words, you can feel the heat maybe turning up a little bit from the owner's perspective. Anything can happen if you get in the playoffs, unless if you're Belichick actually winning a playoff game without Tom Brady. But anyway, Key, go ahead. Uh, Anything Uh, except for that, apparently. But you're right about that, Mike. You you knew exactly we left that question solely for max but how realistic (laughs) is it that the new england patriots and mac jones can't make a dent in the afc east so one point i talked to robert Kraft last week and one point he made is he thinks the afc east is the toughest division in football top to bottom meaning like the the number one team to the number four team could make a case that he's right on that. So I think when I measure this out, Key, I see that the Patriots are going to be a better team than they were last year when they were 8 and 9. But I think a lot of the teams around them are also better. So you might be better, but can you improve on that 8 and 9? Mind you, with a schedule that starts with the Eagles coming in right behind me here to Gillette Stadium in opening week. The Dolphins coming here week 2. Week three, you go face Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. And week four, you face Dak Prescott and the Cowboys in Dallas. So what's your record after four games? I ask you guys, I mean, what would you put the Patriots after four games? So it's going to be tough. How, how long does Mac Jones have to sit underneath center if they get off to a rocky start? Well, that's a good question. I guess it will depend what it looks like. I truly believe this from the people I talk to. There's 
Um, Bill O'Brien really likes Mac Jones. It's been, uh, what, four or five months since Bill O'Brien has been here, and I would say Mac has made a really strong impression uh, from what I understand on Bill O'Brien. So I think it will take a lot, Key, for that, for let's say you say how long, like I don't think he's going to be looking to make a change early in the season. I think he's going to give him plenty of rope to get his feet under him. Mike Reese, ESPN, NFL Nation, Patriots reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike, uh, before we go, I'm just curious, what is your biggest takeaway from day two of mandatory minicamp? So probably my biggest takeaway is that I, I think they were ready for training camp, Jay. Like, they looked, they went through everything, and it looked so much more organized to me offensively, that they had more of a purpose with what they're doing offensively. And then Bill Belichick canceling the final day of mandatory minicamp and taking the team on a paintball excursion in which I'm told Belichick himself played in the paintball challenge and was right in there with the players. And I'm told that as competitive as anyone on the roster, which I would have loved to have seen that. Did, did he win that one without really? Tom Brady, or did, was, oh he able, was his team God. able to win? I'm just curious. Really he doesn't limitless. seem to win much without I, Tom Brady. I can't deal with it, Mike. This is daily. That <laughs> is the great Mike Reese outside Gillette. Where else, as always? Really appreciate you, as always, Mike. All right, Mike. All right, take your guys. Yes, uh, there's no need for me to call Belichick to come on to Well, why, why not? I'm pointing out facts. I'm not making anything up. Hasn't he can't face his resume. He's one of the greatest resumes of all time. Maybe the greatest of all time. Hasn't been a need in a long time. You no, know, just a long time. Apparently, in, in, if you tell the truth, but show. it doesn't paint them in the best light, he doesn't want to come on the show. It's not my fault. Look, take your pick. Which division rival do you have the most faith in winning their division? Key, what about the Patriots? Would you say that's the one you have the most faith in? Or Scott, not? Man. <laughs> hey, Bill, you want to come on? Eh, I'd rather not with that guy. Yeah, not, not that guy. That guy has too many facts for me. 888-SAY-ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, it's Take Your Pick. Which division rivals do you have more faith in winning the division? Nuno. All right, guys, we'll start with the NFC North. Bears or Packers, key, which divisional rival do you have more faith in winning the division? 
I would say the Green Bay Packers. I think when you look at this football team and they got a lot of the nucleus coming back, they are starting a new quarterback in Jordan Love. But at the same time, I think Jordan Love is more than capable of getting the job done. They got Aaron Jones at the running back spot. Romeo Dobbs is at the receiver along with Watson. Defensively, Kenny Clark and, and Jabir J- J- Alexander. I screw up his first name. <laughs> at the cornerback spot. So Jair. Still, J- Jair. Jair. Yes, it's a bunch of Alexander. Zaire Alexander uh, at the cornerback spot. So when you start to talk about this team outside of Aaron Rodgers, which is a big piece that they're missing, I don't think they would have moved on if they didn't really strongly believe that Jordan Love could help them. Yeah, I guess it's close. I don't like either one of these teams in that division, but more confident, oh, yeah, just based on the, on what we've seen recently, overall team performance, I got to take the Packers. But I'm very curious to see what Fields had him in a lot of games, right? And when you improve the team around him, that could tip a lot of those close calls to Bears wins. But I, if I have to pick, I'll say Packers. All right, we asked Chat GPT between the Bears and the Packers, who do they have most faith in? And this is what their answer was: If I had my choice, I'd go with Packers. And there you right. go. All right, the computer spoken. We Why do they say if they have their choice? They're giving them the choice. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, AFC East, Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. Everyone expects them to compete for the division. So, Key, which divisional rival do you have more faith in winning that division? I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean heavy on the Dolphins as long as the quarterback is in place. Although I believe, though, with Mike White coming from the Jets and going down – to Miami, if something was happening to Tua based on the way White's played in the past, I, with these receivers and everything that they have, I think he'll be more than capable of keeping them right in the hunt to win the division. You can't count out Buffalo, certainly can't count out the New York Jets, and I'll never count out Bill Belichick as a wizard to being able to do some of those things that he's capable of doing. But when you talk about Waddle, you talk about Hill, you look at the way they like to run the football, they brought in Jalen Ramsey as a lockdown corner. Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey could potentially be two of the best tan- uh, the best tandem cornerbacks in the National Football League if they both stay healthy. You know, it's interesting. It's Jets, Dolphins, or Bills, and Patriots' name is not there. However, I will say this. I don't think the Patriots will finish last. I agree with you about Belichick. He'll figure out a way to stay competitive and uh, do a poor man's Mike Tomlin. I don't know if they go 500, but they'll be competitive and somehow not finish last. In terms of who's going to win the division, I'm with your logic on the Dolphins, even Mike White. But here's the thing, Key. A good backup can take care of you for three, four weeks if he has to, right? If Tua had the kind of injuries where accumulation over time and then wears him down and then Mike White has to spell him for a few weeks later in the season, I'm with you. But if it's a concussion concern, that could happen at any time. And if that happens early, I don't see them beating out the Bills. So because of that, I got to take the Bills. All right, Chad GPT, how you feeling about the AFC East? Jets, because of the recent expansion and because of my team loyalty. <laughs> All right, um, we're Chad to- GPT's a Jets fan, yeah, big Rogers guy, apparently. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't know. If this is that. That might be an off-brand Chat GPT. That's like a <laughs> Chat really GPS or R. So I'm not a Chat GPT. If it's a Jets fan, go ahead. All right, we're going to go to the AFC North. Bengals or Ravens, which divisional rival do you have the most faith in winning that division, Key? I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens. I look at them 
with Lamar Jackson. I look at them without Lamar Jackson. Now they've added OBJ, Zay Flowers out of Boston College. They go and get a guy like Nelson Aguilar, who isn't a throwaway, but a professional receiver who knows how to play. When you add Duvernay to the situation, Bateman, we know they like to run the football. But here's the key. The offensive coordinator and Todd Munkin, coming from Georgia to the Baltimore Ravens, they're going to do what they need to do. They're going to push the football down the field. They're not going to take away a run in the football. They're going to take away a consistently designed runs for the quarterback, but they're going to still try and run the football because that's what they do. I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens could win the Super Bowl, but I got to see what it looks like under Munkin first year. I got to see OBJ stay healthy. Then you got to see what Lamar looks like with him. But once again, I'm with your logic key, but I come to a different conclusion. Just like with the Bills, the safer bet is the Bengals. That's the safer bet, so that's the one I'm going to make. All right, chat GPT, uh, what's your answer on this? Bengals for sure. Short and sweet. Bengals for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to – I'm going to skip around. Let's go to the NFC East. Eagles, Cowboys, or Giants, which divisional rival do you have the m- more faith in winning that division, Key? I got the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it's hands down to me. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Smith, they bring in a couple running backs via free agency. You, you start to look at this football team offensive line-wise, Kelsey's back at the center position. I know a lot of people think they lost a lot of players in free agency. That's not true. They did not lose a lot, plus they drafted well. I like the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles, to me, is an easy call, except that would be the first division repeat as division champion in 19 years. So that's the one where I'm like, oh, wait, could it be the Cowboys or Giants? Could Washington shock everyone? Because, you know, that's the NFC East. Sometimes a team you least expect upsets the odds. I got to go with the Eagles, though. They're, yeah, they're and, and, really, really good. And, and the Eagles sh- lost both coordinators as well, but for some yep. reason I'm not worried about them losing the coordinators. I don't know why. Because you have a leader at quarterback. Ab- I usually worry about that when teams lose coordinators, but it's almost like their coordinators hadn't been there that long. They were just there. They had a cup of coffee and yeah. got jobs. So it's like uh, their, their fingerprints isn't all over those systems. Also, that could you might even if they take a step back there, Jalen Hurts is likely to improve. Remember, that's his first full year with AJ Brown and the whole full complement of the roster in his prime. So if he gets a little better, even if they're missing the coordinators, that might cancel out. Yeah, but the coordinators' fingerprints aren't all over. Yeah, the it's not in the DNA of the it's team the same the way if they've been team. there eight no, years or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you're both wrong. JPT, Jat, uh, Chat GPT. You give wrong. us your pick. Yes, I can't even speak. I don't like the Eagles or Cowboys. Giants, there's something to be said for a New York team. Is that Max? This is uh, Nuno. This is not Chat <laughs> no, GPT. I swear, Pat. No, this, Chat uh, GPN. Uh, this, this dude is for sure from New York, whoever the computer is. The hmm. cadence sound like Max, Key. I don't know, man. It's not me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Nuno's AI burner. Let's find this again. Think I don't the like the AI Eagles works. or Cowboys. Giants. There's something to be said for a New York team. Yeah, that's your cadence, man. No, you know what it is? If you really think about what AI does, it scours the the entire realm of human knowledge in a matter of moments to get you the best answer, right? So obviously it's going to use a lot of my stuff. It makes sense. <laughs> the height of human intelligence. Go ahead. All right, we got one more. Uh, Jaguars or Colts, which divisional rival do you have more faith in winning the AFC South, Key? 
I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think the, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on to something special. We saw Trevor Lawrence last year. He's only going to take the next step, second year in the offense. They also get Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is very dangerous, although he missed a year of football. Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley, Kristen Kirk. I mean, you just go Travis Etienne. And defensively, they're quietly sneaky. In that division, I don't know if the division is strong. I just don't know. I don't know about Tennessee. I think I know a little bit about Indianapolis. They needed a quarterback. They're starting a rookie quarterback. So when you start to look at the division, Houston's there. That should be an easy layup win or two. I, I like Jacksonville. Yeah, and listen, you know, I make uh, I go at Belichick a lot, but the fact is when Belichick has a quarterback, they're going to they're gonna win a lot. Even when he doesn't, right, they still compete. Mike Tomlin, you give him Ben Roethlisberger, they're going to win a lot. Even when he doesn't have Roethlisberger, they're going to compete. They're going to be above 500. The, the surest way to know who's going to be a good team is look at the head coach and then look at the quarterback. You look at a Super Bowl-winning head coach in Peterson – and Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, who started to fulfill his potential last, I don't know, 10, 12 games of the year, that's the easiest way to know. And no other team in the division has something like that. Jags, easy. All right, chat GPT, give us one more. The Jaguars are in better shape. Computer yeah. spoken. There it is. Yeah! Chat GPT. Which downtrodden franchise will be the next one to win a championship? which is the most downtrodden franchise in all sports. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. KJM, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive really Insurance. So the, the Nuggets uh, chip up 47 years in the league, their first championship. Now I'm thinking around sports, guys. The worst drought is the Detroit Lions. Because it's not just one championship. They haven't won a hey, championship yo! in, what is it now, 66 years? Since not 57. 67 years. But Linda, they, Alicia, since 57. Dawn, LaShawn, 57? Ness, yeah. Alicia. Okay, 57. Right, right. 57. Monica, Sharon, but Nikki, Lisa, one playoff Monica, win Karen, in that Vicky, time. Cookie, since I'm their championship. How could you go almost six Diane, decades Lori, with one Nicole, playoff win? Marina, yeah, you want to know why? Because you're terrible. That's why. But Man. as a franchise, is there anything in sports like that? Like, I'm not talking about cha- – I know there are long championship crowds. The Cubs hadn't won in forever. Theo Epstein as a GM broke that drought for the Red Sox and Cubs. Both times we're talking in the vicinity of 100 years. No championship. But there were playoff wins. The Detroit Lions, one playoff win in six decades. It's stupid. Well, is there anything Minnesota, like that? Think about it. Minnesota dominated the division. Yeah. Chicago was dominating the division. Get a, get a wild all card. There. I mean, I'm just I'm talking, just talking about just in general. You think about those Minnesota teams back in the heyday, mm-hmm. uh, purple people eaters. Mm-hmm. And then you think about, you know, uh, uh, Chris Carter's and that tenure. And then you talk about uh, Green Bay for a long time. You know, it's, it's, it's tough for Detroit. 
56 years, man. 56. But see, again, the other teams, we're counting Super Bowl appearances with the Lions. I'm talking about a single playoff win. I mean, they got one. I just, I can't even comprehend what that must be like to be a Detroit Lions fan. That's insane. Yeah, Is there anything in basketball they, like that? I mean, no, I mean, yeah, the, the, King, the, the, no, the Kings have, don't have any conference titles. Well, yeah, you, but, but you, Kings but, don't have any but, conference titles. Playoff wins. Yeah, playoff but, wins. I mean, yeah, obviously. Series wins, even. Yeah, but I guess you, I guess you're talking about championships, though. You, you switched it from championship droughts to playoffs, though. Because to me, it makes it even worse. Like, okay, in basketball, it's not. You, it's not. I'm just but saying. But you can a, get a playoff win in basketball. All you got to do is win one game, right? But I'm saying. So let's say the equivalent is a series win in basketball, right? A series yeah. win is the same thing as a playoff win in. Yeah. But all these teams got series wins. Even the Clippers, they get to the second round at least, right? I mean, what oh is there any God. team yeah, in Detroit, basketball man. that has never made the playoffs? Yeah, what's the well longest championship route? The Kings seventy two years. See that? What's the longest off the top of my head series non- win? Every no, I said non playoff appearances. So, Everybody on. has had to make the yeah. playoffs. So right. the, the Hornets haven't won a series in nineteen years. Okay. Um, the also the Wizards haven't been to the conference finals in forty four years. It's <laughs> a lot. God, yeah, forty four seasons. Ooh. It's a lot. Ooh. Knicks haven't won a championship in fifty years. Still not the longest though. Fifty years. No, the longest is the Kings. We mentioned seventy two seasons. The Kings have been in the league seventy two years. Remember they was Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. They were some exactly. they were Kansas City, yeah. Sacramento, but somewhere else too. Yeah, yeah, they've been around. They've been, yeah, they've been around for. They keep moving. Sixty-one years. Guardians in baseball, nineteen forty-eight. There's the championship drought. Rangers, uh, sixty-one years. Guardians, seventy-four. Used to be the Indians. Brewers, fifty-three. Padres, fifty-three. But the Padres have made deep playoff runs. As has as have the Brewers. But we're talking about championship. Yep. We're Mar- not talking about playoffs. It's just. It's just. I would rather. Yeah, would you Max rather be a franchise? Well, I'll tell Max you why. Keep trying to go to the playoff, and we keep talking about championship. I'll tell you why. Would you rather be a franchise who won a championship? Let's say, but so it hasn't been fifty years since you won a championship. But no playoff wins, or hardly any playoff wins. Or would you rather be a franchise that makes a lot of deep runs and just hasn't gotten the chip? I think I'd rather be a fan of that franchise, where but, year but in and year never, out I have hope. I'd rather have a chip. One chip, and then you. Well, otherwise, saying, if you, you, if you as tell a me, fan, if you tell me, I never get the chip, or I always get so close. That as a fan, I guess. But then I'm always trying to fire my GM. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's not. A, he's not going to get us over the hump. But I'd rather get one fan, than not get you, one. But see, you could just be a bad organization like the Clippers were forever. Yeah. Just a bad, bad stinky, just a gross organization. Fish rots from the head down. But they got a much better which owner was, now than the one they had. Which was interesting because I was driving down Wilshire the other day, actually coming from work. And I happened to pass the Sterling, one of the Sterling buildings. Things empty. I, you know, I looked at the line. I just happened to look. I was like, damn, building empty still? Building's been empty forever with his name on it. It's been empty for like 40 years, Jay. That's crazy. He sits on the corner in Beverly Hills because nobody will rent from him. He doesn't care either. So the Max, Cle- let me ask you a question, though. Would you rather be a Jets fan or a Bills fan? Because the Bills have gotten close so many Bills times. Bills fan by far. Over the years, the Bills, as a Bills fan, there are but many the years high. where you had a great time as a Bills fan. You came up a little short. It's incredibly frustrating. But many years where you had a great time, your team won a lot of games. If you're a season ticket holder, you went away happy on the time well spent. You make playoff runs. You win play- If you're a Jets fan, you won a Super Bowl in 1969. Um, 
and not since then. In a lot of years, you're terrible. In 68, right? 68, 69, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would probably rather be a Bills fan. Well, I'm, I'm basing it off me not being around in 68. <laughs> so I would rather, because the Bills have had more success since I've been born yeah. than the Jets. So the all Jets. I know is the but four. Like, if that was during your lifetime, though, like would you rather go through all the pain and not get it? Or would you rather that's, get That's what yeah. I'm saying. Through okay. my lifetime, yeah. I've seen the Bills make playoff runs for Super Bowls. Yeah, like I've seen yeah. the Jets go to a couple AFC championship games. It's like, but I've seen them be one in fifteen. Yeah, man. Two like, in fourteen. I get it if you're you talking know. about a short like the Giants won the two Super Bowls in two thousand seven, two thousand eleven, but then in between they weren't making the playoffs. And I get you saying I'd rather root for that than a team that makes deep playoff runs but never gets over the top over five or ten years or even fifteen years. When you start talking about fifty years, Mm-hmm. 50 years, and you got the one Super Bowl and then nothing else? Man, give me the team and that makes the deep playoffs. Like, that's a fan. You see why some of the fans, Jay, that have been around for decades on top of decades on top of decades, when their teams finally win or they just be crying and just, <laughs> I can't believe that I, you know what I'm saying? I live to see this. Because you never think about you would live to see something that's never happened before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're mm. – <laughs> think about the number of Cubs and Red Sox fans, and I'm sure it's, you know, Cleveland Browns fans and, and now Lions fans. Well, not Who, Red Sox. Red Sox No, have, now they are. But for, for 80 years, yeah. people oh, yeah, yeah, lived yeah. and died a whole life, uh, high school, and, and had a job and had a family and had grandkids and passed away, didn't see anything. Yeah, pick like, another team. That's it's nuts. Problem. Get another team. <laughs> <laughs> Get another. You want to know why I finally gave up the Knicks? I have, I have the, my time's I ticking. I have the ability to have the luxury of the Lakers and the Dodgers. I'm good. Right, yeah. right. That's how I feel about the Yankees and the Giants. It, it, do you think that's one of the reasons why a lot of fans have skewed more towards individuals in sports more so than teams? One of them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of them. All right, Bradley Beal is available. Speaking of individuals in sports, what's the best landing spot for him? Speaking of teams, mm. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.